Hello and welcome to the Norwegian edition of the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Selectabet and we're back with the Norwegian edition of the Gambler Betting Podcast with Greg Browning and all the way from Norway, David Weatherston. How's it going, guys? Yeah, good, thank you. Back-to-back podcast today. Yeah. Yeah, Busy doing day. well. Doing well. Busy day. Happy to yeah. be talking about Norwegian football as well. Yep, we've already... <laughs> the Scottish podcast is in the bat, in the can, I think they say. <laughs> um, so it's available. Make sure you, you have a listen to that where the three of us discuss the best bets in Scotland. But this one is focused on Norway. We've got a full card in the season and Oldest League to look forward to. Uh, David, nine games remaining in the top flight and it couldn't be much more exciting at the top of the table, could it? No, it's, it's great. I think um, we've been talking about it for a while, how, how close it's been. But yeah, after last weekend, Viking have taken the lead in the in the league. Bode Glimp dropped yet more points with a, yeah, a draw away at uh, Rosenborg. So Bode Glimp have only won one of the last five now. And uh, Viking lead by two points. And uh, Tromsø just a, a further one point back. Yeah, and... Um... I think we spoke about Tromsø saying, you know, we didn't think they'd maybe last the pace, but they're only three points off the top of the table with nine games to go. Hanging in, hanging in very tight. Yeah. A really, yeah. uh, really important win last week. They they looked as if they were struggling a bit against Hamcam, but um, got over the line, a 2-1 win, and, and that's four wins out of five, and just, uh, yeah, keeping the pressure on. And Molder maybe, sorry, I was going to, going to say, Greg, Molder maybe just a wee bit out of it, David, they're eight points off the top of the table and they probably need all three teams to falter to win I the league from here with nine games to go. I rule them out. Um, they still have to play all three teams uh, right. above them at home. So, um, yeah, I think um, I, I, I think that it's still possible that Molde can get into it. So they, they have a big say in this title race. Molde have Viking, Bodegrid and Tromso at uh, Akastadion for the in the final nine games. So it's very much, uh, very much still part of it, I think. Yeah, going to be a fascinating finish to the season. Sorry, Greg. No, it's okay. Um, David mentioned in, on the group chat this week, Viking are seven to four to win the league, mm-hmm. and Bodeglimt are eight to eleven. Now, obviously, Viking have a two-point gap, but something that David mentioned, which I think is really important, Bode Glimt have got European football to contend with, and yeah. they've got cup football as well. Mm-hmm. So that Thursday-Sunday schedule for Bode Glimt could impair their ability to, to win this league. And I think the 7-4 to four on Viking is actually quite tempting. Yeah. They've got that two-point lead and obviously Bode Glimt's um, European action as well. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it looks like a great price. Vikings form is unbelievable. They've won eleven out of twelve. They've taken the lead on merit, and they have just got weekend games to play. Bodeglint six European games, and next week when they don't have a European game, they've got the cup semi final against Bolleringa. So yeah, really, really t- tough ask for Bodeglint to overhaul Viking, given how many games they'll be playing in the next uh, three yeah, months. I can see me getting involved in that. I think it's seven to four. A nice yeah. little um, bet for the for the last what nine matches. Yeah, I, w- I was going to ask you. Remember what t- what price Viking were pre-season at all? No, nah, I'm not sure. I, I, I probably they were probably probably third or fourth favourites. Yeah, they were probably third or fourth favourites at about ten or twelve to one. Yeah, I would have thought so. Yeah, and I think interestingly, Glimpse European games are pretty tough games. They're away to Switzerland tonight. Uh, they've also got Besiktas and Club Bruges in their group, mm. so so no easy games there for them. Tough games, and, and I talked about it a lot 
he doesn't rotate well. It's probably his biggest weakness. He doesn't rotate. He doesn't seem to trust his his bench guys, and his players get tired, <laughs> and it, it takes its toll. And it, um, yeah, I think Viking Viking at seventy four looks like a great show. I did message Greg I think on Monday talking about it, and even even Troms at five to one and Mold at fourteen to one. I know Mold have the European games as well, but I think. I think all of them, all of them are pretty fair prices, and I, I wouldn't go anywhere near Bode Glimt given their form and just the European games. Yeah, yeah, plenty to look forward to. Though it should be a fascinating finish to the end of the season, I think. Um, let's have a wee look at this week's games. We've got uh, one game Saturday, and then a pretty exciting card on Sunday where we've got the rest of the teams in action. Uh, let's have a look at this early game Saturday, uh, David. We've got Allison, sorry, Allison against Starback. Um, and you quite fancy a corners angle in this one. <laughs> yeah, Allison corner corner favourites. Allison, um, oh. this is a massive game, um, yeah. massive game at the bottom. Both teams really struggling. It's the two two poorest teams in the league. I think Allison pretty much down. Um, they, they've got nine points behind Haugesund. I don't see them catching it. But Stabak, they've just brought in Bob Bradley as manager. Yeah, got a couple of games in hand. Um, they need to win. They need to go to all the and win. So I think um, Connor Angle on this one looks really good. I mean, all, all the have been pretty much Greg's favourite team in um, in Norway this season. They've been hitting, racking up the corners despite being uh, whipping boys. Even last week, I think they hit seven away at um, Molderinger. Yeah, so um, it looked like they were struggling a bit. They they were stuck on, I think they were stuck on four for a while, but they hit three quite late on and got up to seven, which was another really, really good um, amount. But yeah, I think this weekend, a little bit different. Obviously, they're the the favourites for this game. Um, at two point three, which I wouldn't touch, but uh, the corner, the corner market is giving you um, five to four. It's giving you on over eleven corners, which I know is a lot, but you're also getting four to five or one point eight on over ten and a half corners. So eleven or more. I quite, I quite like having a bet on both of them. Mm-hmm. If you look at previous fixtures, I think all assumed the last game there was eleven, there was thirteen, there was fifteen, there was sixteen, there was thirteen, seventeen, sixteen. So you have to go back until the 19th of July for the last Allison game that had fewer than um, 11 corners, and that was 10 against Leilestrom. Um So yeah, I think it was 11 of the last 12 games, there's been at least 11 corners. So over 10.5 at 1.8 looks really solid in a game that they're going to have to attack. But uh, over 11.5 at, at 2.2, I think um, also looks like a really good bet. I think even if you look at, at Starbucks numbers recently, I mean, they hit 12 last week against Bran. Yeah. So they're, they're they're really gonna really gonna I think contribute to the to the corner count. Um, they, they've basically been playing all season. They've been playing a five four one or a five three two. Bob Bradley came in last week straight into the four two three one um, slash kind of yeah four two three one I guess it was slash four three three kind of thing. And and um, I think they're going to be more attacking from now on. I just think that the price looks really good uh, for the corners this week. Yeah, interesting appointment, David. I didn't realise it had already been at Stabak um, yeah. about, what, seven, eight years ago? Yeah, uh, well, we talked about it last week, me and Greg, on, on the pod. I'm sure you listened in, Paul. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, had a really good spell at Stabak, finished yeah. third in the league. Um, and yeah, he's back, and I think he absolutely loves it um, down down there. And I think, he, I think he's pretty hopeful of turning things around. Yeah, he's got a job on his hands, though, eh? He certainly does, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, anything for you, Greg, in this one? Yeah, David's pretty much said it all. Obviously, all of a sudden, the Belshina of Norway, <laughs> of um, Belarus. They, yeah, seven last week. I think the only thing that puts me off, initially I was looking at the Connors match bet for this game, all of a sudden at 8 to 11, but Starback's corner count is pretty impressive as well. Yeah. So I think David's on the right track here. I think the over 10 and a half match corners at 4 to 5 looks a tremendous shout. Yeah. I'd be very surprised if that didn't land. And, and I'll have definitely something from this game shared on the channel. Yeah, only OG listeners of the podcast will get that Belshina reference, I think. <laughs> Greg, yeah. Hello to everyone who does get it, and thanks for sticking oh, with there's us. There's plenty of guys that have been there since uh, 2020. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, let's have a look at Saturday's games. We've got Glimt uh, v Volarenga. David, as you said, Glimt have kind of collapsed a wee bit in the last few, few weeks, only five points from the last 15 available, including a, a 1-1 draw with uh, Rosenberg last week. They play in Switzerland tonight uh, against Lugano. Uh, yeah, do we see them getting back to winning ways here on Saturday, uh, Sunday? Yeah, I mean, yes, you would you would think so. Um, but they have found it difficult again of late. It's kind of gone back to the pattern from last year where they struggled to break teams down. Um, who sat deep against them and they conceded goals against teams who counter-attacked against them. You know, last week against Rosenborg, Rosenborg were really defensive, very, very defensive, surprisingly so. Um, sat in very deep, time wasted time and, and, and played for a draw, essentially. They were very happy to get a draw at home in front of a full Lerkendal. I was very disappointed um, mm. with that. But yeah, Bodo Glimt's finished 1-1, they could have lost the game late, Rosenberg had a really good chance 1-1, on before that they lost four goals against Hamcam um, they lost two goals at home to Sepsi and away to Sepsi um, in, in the Europa Conference League and uh, Volleringa although they are struggling um, in the league that was a massive win for them last week um, 3-1 against Olesund, came back from 1-0 down and they haven't lost now in five um, four of them have been draws um, sorry six they've not lost four of them have been draws, two wins they've turned things around slowly but surely um, they're going to get themselves I think out of trouble and I think it's a tougher game than it looks for Bode Glimps off the back of a European trip Hollering will play a 5-3-2 five, five, they'll sit in deep, they'll make it tough for them and they'll try and hit them, hit them on the counter um, they did it at Viking two weeks ago got a 1-1 draw out of it and I wouldn't put it past them doing something similar on uh, Sunday. Yeah, Glimt conceding goals as well, David. Yeah, I, I just conceding too many now. They've conceded 27 goals. Um, I think... I just think they're, they're, they're pushing so many men forward to, to try and break teams down who are just sitting so deep against them that they're getting caught out. It's a pattern that um, it happened to them a lot last season. And they got caught out on the on the break, and and this season again, it's it's just been happening too often. Um, just uh, I find it I find it hard to to make a case for them that they can overhaul Viking, um, with all the games they've got. Mm, um, yeah. and uh, I think this is a, I think this is a tough game on Saturday. They're far too short. Yeah, to get involved in. Just a little too short at two to seven. Um, anything for you in this one, Greg? Yeah, I think Dave was right. I think it's difficult to back. Bode Glimt at such a short price given how they've performed over the last what month or so, European game on Thursday night, I think Volrenga will try and make a game of this but 
I'm looking at the corners here, and obviously this is primed for a Greg special hmm. on volleying the corners, but the only thing that puts me off is Bora Glimp don't concede many at home. In fact, I think they've only shipped more than three once this season at home. Yeah. Uh, volleying are five to six to hit four corners. And I do think there's a very good chance they'll do that. So there's maybe a way in here on the bet builder. Uh, interestingly, back to the point around Bora Glimp's poor defensive record, volleying are four to seven to score. And you can double that up on the bet builder with three volleying a corners at five to four. Mm-hmm. So, so there's definitely a road in here. I've not decided what it's going to be yet, but I think it will involve volleying a corners in some capacity. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> okay, uh, let's have a look at Hamcam v Sarpsborg. Greg, Sarpsborg up into six, beat Lillestrom last week, and they seem to be heading in the right direction. Um, but these two are two of the most entertaining teams in the latest year in uh, Sarpsborg. 73% of their games have seen over two and a half goals. Hamcam, 71%. So there should be goals here. Bookies not taking a single chance, 19 <laughs> to 40 on over two and a half goals, so less than one to two for three goals or more. Yeah, I think for me, this is all about corners for this for me, this match. All about corners. Both sides hitting great numbers. Ham Cam, as David and I mentioned in last week's podcast, were a great shout to hit four at Tromso last week. They hit seven. Um, looking through Hamcam's matches, it's quite incredible, really, how many they've been hitting. In, in their last five matches, now bearing in mind, these games were against Bran, Bodeglint, Tromso and Rosenborg. So really tough games. They've hit 5-5, five, 7-7-7. Five, seven, seven, seven. But it's really the match corners bet for me in this one. Uh, both sides going to contribute to the corners count here. I think Hamcam have seen more corners in their games than any other side in the league. Uh, 12.62 corners per game but they're also shipping lots of corners too and as David knows Sarpsborg do love a corner as well so w- when you look across Hamcam's kind of last what 10 matches 14, 16, 13, 13, 20 11, 11, 13, 18 11, 13, 19 there's been 11 or more corners now in each of their last 10 matches uh, Sarpsborg have hit 5 or more corners now in seven of their last eight away games. And this match looks primed for both sides to hit at least four or five corners each. I did look at that angle, but I think the scoreline can sometimes dictate how many corners a side gets. So I'd rather be on the match corners front here, just on the basis that we're expecting an open game, we're expecting goals, and I'm absolutely expecting corners in this match. Yeah, it's not a bad shot at all. What price is that then, Greg? So I think at the moment over, I think the line's set high, obviously, at over 11.5, at 11 to 10. But I'm doubling that up for over 10.5 match corners at 4 to 6. And I'm doubling that up with the match at Bran on Sunday evening. Yeah, we'll get to that in good time because I think uh, David wants to speak uh, about Bran and that game as well from a corner's point of view. David, anything else in the Hamcam game for you? No, I think it looks like a great show. I think Hamcam, Hamcam's form has been really decent, isn't really it? Really excellent. Yeah, yeah. I think they were in huge, huge trouble down, uh, down in the sort of bottom, bottom two. But I think they've they've given themselves a right good chance of avoiding relegation again. And for a, a team like Hamcam, it's a it's a really good achievement. What I will say is it's very tight at the bottom. Um, still for that, especially for that uh, relegation playoff spot. Yeah. 
it's a spot that the the elite scene team's been pretty successful in in uh, recent years or or historically just but just with the way the playoff is it's, it's quite similar to the scottish premiership relegation playoff where the premiership team is a huge advantage um but yeah i think um i think hamcam sandefjord uh, are looking a lot better than how at the moment and, and if they can just pick up a few a couple more wins they, they've got a right good chance of, of staying in the league again and their form has been good and playing much more attacking football than they than we saw last season yeah okay we'll get to the other half of that double in a second greg um let's we look at leostrom v rosenborg david uh, two teams have just really gone through the motions this season i think both kind of sitting mid-table not going to trouble the top uh, teams not going to suffer relegation so yeah don't really know where to start with this one yeah uh, yeah I mean Rosenberger have been extremely poor um, <laughs> pretty much all season they've just flattered to deceive it seems they went in a good wee run but they were, they were winning games by by one goal and, and it looked like they might um, get out of the funk but um, yeah they they came, they they came up against Hearts in Europe and get put out and then they get battered off Hamcam off the back of that and yeah just really struggling um, Lillestrøm again since Lillestrøm have really struggled of late so basically since they lost Akor Adams Akor Adams was this the top man the talisman up front scores goals leads the line really well he 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 went to Montpellier in the summer and 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 since then they've really struggled to to get going and. I actually think, I actually think Rosenborg's a really good price this weekend. Um, just they, they they showed a bit of fight last week. Um, in the middle of the park, um, Ole Selnas came in and he's like a Rosenborg legend. He was a Player of the Year um, in the latest series in twenty fifteen, I think, before he started uh, his career out in the in, in the rest in, in Europe. And and I think he him coming in and holding midfield really giving them something in midfield to dictate play. And I, th- I think. I think the price at four point two looks really good. It's going to be part. I'm going to give you a Hollywood Hollywood double um, of Rosenborg and a, and a um, first division team uh, this weekend. So I, I think if anyone's going to win this game for me, it's Rosenborg. I think Leila Strom looked really poor just now, and um, Rosenborg just off the back of that draw against Glimt might just have a little bit of uh, of uh, positive momentum. Yeah, I think. Looking at it without the knowledge that you've got, David um, Rosenberg have only picked up nine points away from home compared to twenty at home. Yeah, would that be a concern? Yeah, a little bit, but I think one thing to say is Rosenberg play on grass, a really good grass pitch up here at Lerkendal. Probably there's three really good grass pitches in Norway, I would say, and one of them is Lillestrøm. Um, I think I think it probably. Is a bit of a disadvantage going away to teams where they're playing on astro grass or artificial grass, and you're not not used to it 100. So I think um, I think this game sets sets up well for them, uh, and I think it's yeah I think off the back of a, a week of rest and a time to get Selnas up to speed. I think um, I think Rosenberg. I think if if the prices were kind of two point six each of them, I think that would be more fair. I mean, Lillestrøm odds against just looks ridiculous mm. in their form. Yeah, okay. Uh, anything for you in this one, Greg? I'll be back in David's Rosenborg at Yeah, definitely. Especially I'm I'm keen to see if his uh, long shot uh, tip from the Obus League is the same as the one that I've got marked out, so we'll get get to that in a wee minute. Um we've spoke about Molda a wee bit earlier in the podcast. They have a very 
uh, tough trip this evening. They play Karabag on the Caspian Sea in Azerbaijan. David, a near 5,500-mile round trip for them. Yeah, really, really horrible trip. Um, just probably the last place you want to get drawn against. Maybe Kazakhstan. I don't know if they've got they've got teams um, in the in the Europa League, but yeah, it's probably the worst draw you can get. A trip to Baku um, for for um, for a European Thursday night is just not ideal. Tough game as well, I would imagine. I think Rosenborg are I think Mold are, are favourites um, for tonight. Madness, um, absolute madness, really. Yeah, for me, I agree. I think the trip is just really tough. Um, the manager does rotate quite well. I will say that he, he rotates pretty well. But what it, I mean, what it does mean is that he won't have his full strength team out on uh, Sunday. I wouldn't think because I think he'll go full strength tonight. So yeah, I mean, f- for me, going to Strumscotty, Strum are usually a decent home team. Um, this season they've not been quite as good, but they've have won five. They have won half of the home games. They've won five, draw, uh, lost five. Um, and I think corners in this game, uh, we talked about it the last time they both the glimpse and Molde went on a European trip that the corners for the other team was a really good shout. I think corners for for me in this game, Strum Squad set, they're not hitting massive numbers. Um, they hit five in the last home game, they hit eight in, in the game before that, but they are 2.1, so 11 to 10 to hit five. On uh, on Sunday against a Molda team off the back of a, a very long trip to to Baku, I think uh, it looks like a really good shout. Two point two point one um, in the race to five, they are uh, three point two five streams got set. Now Molda Molda don't hit big numbers. Um, they've not been hitting big numbers this season. They've hit in the last sort of uh, five away games. They've hit two, four, five, six, and three. But they have conceded seven, eight, four, seven, and three in those games. So generally, they've been conceding more. Uh, three of the last five, they conceded more than they've hit. Um, I just think double double that down with the trip. I think it looks like a really good price you're getting on Strum Scott's hit corners. Yeah, and it's a game that Molda, you know, if they are to retain any hopes of challenging the the top of the table, they just can't afford to to lose games like this with just nine left to play. Yeah, no, they need. They, I think they need to win every game. I think they need to win maybe maybe eight out of nine games, and that includes beating all all the three above them at home. So, yeah, every, every game's massive for them. Yeah, Greg, a corner angle. You always like a corner angle from David, don't you? To be fair, David's obviously been reading my mind this morning because I look exactly the same angle, exactly the same bet. I've not gone with it just in the fact that it's over four and a half. I would have much preferred it to be over three and a half, but I do think given Moda's travels and obviously European games this week, I think over four and a half is worth backing. Um, Molda away from home in Europe as well is pretty grim really, isn't it? They lost in Helsinki. They lost, I think, in the Faroes. They drew in the Faroes, yeah. And they lost in Galatasaray as well. So they've lost all three away games in Europe. I don't see them winning tonight. And I think tonight could take it out of them. So yeah, a really good angle from David on the corners angle. Just on that game, uh, Molda aren't favourites anymore. I don't know if they were previously. They're on 15 to 8, Carabag 11 to 8, which feels a wee bit more sensible. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, let's have a look at V King v Sandy Fjord. An incredible run of form. V King have been on David uh, 12 unbeaten, 11 wins, 1 draw. I guess they may well be looking ahead to Molda next week. Massive game for them at home. 
Oh, sorry, they're yeah. away to Molde next week. Yeah, away to Molde next week, yeah. I think, um, yeah, that, that's a, a huge game. The home form's just been so good as well. They, they're, they've won 11 out of 12 now. And I just I stand if you're a team who have only picked up five points on the road this season out of 11 games. I just can't see anything other than a really, really convincing home win. Um, the, the odds are probably fair, 1.3. Um I don't think they could be any higher. Um, but, I mean, you're getting less than evens on Viking to score three goals. Uh, it's hard hard to find an angle in this one. I just think Viking will be too good for them, though, over the over the game. Yeah, standard home win, Greg. Yeah, you have to say so. I think three to ten for the home win. And given Viking's form over the last couple of months, it's just been unbelievable, wasn't it? So, yeah, home win. Yeah, and I guess they'll probably be able to you know, maybe look at the Brat, the Bode Glimp game, the Molde game, potential for some points to be dropped here with those two in Europe as well. So potentially another good weekend for Viking coming up. Um, we've got Odd v Haugesund as the other um, four o'clock kickoff that we've not touched on. Anything to add from either of you? I think Odd look at a really good price. Um, Haugesund's form's been really, really poor of late. They've lost. They've lost the last two. They've not won for, I think, six or seven. So I think they've yeah eight games since yeah the twenty third of July was the last time Haugesund won. Um, since then they've lost five out of seven. Odd, at home, have generally been decent. They've won five, drawn two of their ten games. Um, Haugesund away from home have just won one and, and drawn three so I think odds at uh, 10 11 looks like a pretty good price yeah um, anything Greg? no nothing for me for this one it's probably the only match that I've not, not really looked at it was a difficult game to call yeah, uh, the last game of the weekend is Bran v Tromso. Uh, four wins in the bounce uh, for Bran, Greg, um, and we've also spoke we always speak about how well Tromso tend to do at home Uh with their home records as good as anyone in the league again this season, but they've actually fared pretty well on the road as well this season too. Yeah, they have. You're not going to be sitting looking at title challenging and having a chance of winning the league without winning matches on the road, which they have done this season. This is probably their toughest game for, what, a number of weeks now. And I think Bran at home, just I think Bran will win this one. I, I really do. I think they're a bit short though, given how well Troms have been playing. But for me though, it, it's a corners angle. And it's a top v bottom. Yeah. Bonanza really. Tromso <laughs> do not hit corners at all. They're the lowest corner count in the league. Under four corners a game for Tromso. Which is really surprising given how well they've done this season. But bottom of the league on the corner count, 3.7 per game against a brand side who we said back in June that when did the season start David? May? April? Uh, April yeah <laughs> back in April we said that Bran would be having a really good season and they'll hit lots of corners and we're now what well into the business end of the season now and they're top of the week on the corner count so it'd be unthinkable here for Tromso to go and hit more corners than Bran in this match I think Bran will win this and I think Bran will hit a pretty healthy corner count as well and that's part of my double um, alongside over 10.5 match corners at Hamcam versus Sarpsborg and that pays even money uh, It does make me chuckle when we talk about top of the corner league I think we should probably um, award a golden corner flag <laughs> at the end of a season to, to the teams that win the, win the corner league 
<laughs> well, I was still awarded to Olesund because they've been rubbish this season. They, they would get my Connor award this season, Olesund. <laughs> the golden flag. Uh, David Enson, from you, I mean, the Connor angle was something that I had kind of picked out as well in this one. It seems like a fairly straightforward bet. Yeah, I mean, Tromsø, as you say, don't hit a lot of corners. They've only managed to hit more than three once all season on the road. Which, uh, yeah, not not exactly great numbers. I, I can see Brand dominating this game uh, in terms of possession and attacking play. What I will say is they do have a few injuries, Brand, um, which could play into Trump's hands. I think Trump's obviously full of confidence. Um, but having said that, the last time they went away from home, they got battered four 0 off Sarpsburg. So Sarpsburg and Brand very similar in the way they play, kind of. Attacking on the front foot, high press. So it'll be interesting to see if Tromso can deal with it better than they dealt with Sarpsburg. Yeah, okay. So we'll recap the bets before we wrap up the podcast, but let's have a look at Obus Ligan as well. Uh, with Frederikstad uh, have gone seven points clear. All the teams round about them dropping points, David, um, and a bit of a collapse by Kongsvinger recently, just three points from their last 15. Yeah, I think um, I talked about it a few times in the, in the last few pods, just how well Frederikstad um, bought in the summer. They really, really bought well, attacking threats. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's paid off. They look as if they're pretty much nailed on now to, to get up. Um, just, yeah, I just think everyone else is beating each other. They, they, they won really well last week, 2-1 against Songdao. And yeah. Um, I just can't see I can't see anybody catching them now. Um, Kongsvinger, as you say, I think Kongsvinger were always a bit of a surprise to be up there. Yeah. Um, but they've dropped away, dropped away down to third now, and, and actually KFUM or the YMCA of uh, of Oslo are uh, are <laughs> playing really well now and looking like a really good bet um, for um, for uh, second place. On my yeah. notes, David, I've actually got a, a welcome to the elite Azerian for Fredrikstad. Yes. For me, all the seven points ahead, they're eight points clear. Of third, so welcome to the Premiership. Welcome to the Premiership. <laughs> yeah, I would love the YMCA to be in the top flight, though. Yes, get them in here. What is very interesting, though, is obviously the playoff spots. You're, you're actually talking about, I would say, all the way down to possibly Sunday's in the 11th. Or Sana, maybe. Yeah, they're in great form after the win this weekend. Yes. <laughs> so, the, uh, do you know what? The Obus League, I think, is very, very exciting. Fredrikstad are going to go up as champions, I think. Scheid are down, and there's so much to play for. There's obviously the second automatic relegation place. There's a playoff place for relegation too. No one's safe, really, up until about probably Rauphos, maybe, even maybe below that. So, lots to play for in the next seven matches, and I'm really, yeah. really looking forward to the end of the season in the Obus League. Yeah, so you mentioned Osana there. Uh, they were on my list to ask about the forty-one price of them winning at Songdal. David, one yeah. of the four, one of the forum teams. I mean, they're sitting twelfth at the table, but they've picked up fifteen points from a possible twenty-one. I think it is in the last uh, seven games against a Songdal team who has only won one in six. Won one, yeah, one, and that was against Shade. So let's yeah. just doesn't count. Doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I just thought that price can I stood out for me a wee bit. Absolutely, absolutely massive price. Four to one. Part of my my Hollywood double with uh, Rosenberg. You're getting twenty to one on Osana and Rosenberg to win uh, this weekend, which I think looks looks great. But I mean, on a, on a more conservative uh, note, a more podcast friendly um, <laughs> price. Osana double chance at two point three seven looks absolutely fantastic this weekend. As you say, 
just in great form. Um, beat Hood last weekend, beat Shade before that, beat Rufus before that, um, beat Berina before that. Just playing some playing some really good stuff. Um, I think uh, they signed well. Uh, again, they signed well in, in the summer. They, they made sure that they put themselves in a position to, to not get relegated. And I think against the Songdale team, who is struggling, um, lost against Fredrikstad last week. Um, week before that, they get beat at home to Ranheim, um, beat Scheid, which we can discard, um, lost badly to Raufoss, and the week before that, they drew at home to Kongsfinger. So, double chance on Osana. 2.37 looks absolutely fantastic uh, this weekend. Yeah, 11-8 in old money, Greg. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I just thought that one can actually do a wee bit. Um, that's on the Saturday, Greg. We've got another bet that we quite like the look of, and that's at Start Me Moss on Sunday. Yeah, Start obviously home form has been tr- terrific this season. I think only Frederickstad have a better home record. I think if a Start have won eight of their eleven home matches, they've only lost once at home this season. They are the league's top goal scorers at home with 27 goals, and they're also the least top goal scorers overall, with 43 goals so far this season. And they're at home to a Moss side who are pretty grim travellers, in fact, very, very poor travellers. Just one win in their 11 away games this season. Lost five, drawn five, and just that one win. So for me, it's a very straightforward bet builder here. Start are 3-4 to four to win the match, but given their goal scoring record this season, and plus as well, they are right up there for automatic promotion. They're only three points behind um, the YMCA. So I think <laughs> start win and start to score two goals or two goals in the match pays 20 to 21, just a shade below evens. And that looks a very strong bet for me on Saturday. Sunday. Sunday. Just on that note as well, just on the obviously again, obviously... As you know, I'm a big fan of the early goal markets in the Obus League. And there's four games on Sunday and four games on Saturday, all kicking off at two o'clock. So, again, another opportunity there to get involved in the goal before 30 minutes market. Yeah, Which has landed this season, which is already my, it's landed, my for. I think it's landed three or four times. Uh, I think we were only a goal short at the weekend there. I put it on the channel, all five games on Sunday, goal before 30 minutes, and we had four up. With 28 minutes gone, sadly. Sorry, I should, get... should say it has landed the the goal in 10 minutes has landed this season in every game, which is obviously the big the big money. Yeah, that's the big one. So back yeah. both, and obviously at this stage of the season as well, lots to play for. I think we could see even more goals in the Obus League over the coming weeks. Yeah, it's been a while since we've discussed that. But Greg, for any new listeners, just tell us how you stack that one up. So it's not a market they do in the pre-match markets they do do early goal but that's based on each individual match yeah so i tend to wait until the match appears in play so 10 minutes before kickoff and you'll get the time of the first goal market and i'm a massive massive advocate of that market go in the first 10 minutes and i go in the first half an hour and i'll just back all four games or all five games that are kicking off at the same time yeah. and it's a market i do across lots of different leagues, uh, Serie B, Austria, really any any games, any leagues kicking off at the same time. It's a fun bet as well. We're talking massive odds here as well. I think depending on the league, because the Obus League sees a lot of goals for four or five matches, you may be only getting kind of 13 to 1, 14 to 1. But in Serie B, for example, you're getting 30 to 1. 
on that market. So something I've championed a lot and it's something to consider when looking for a little alternative small stakes big return winner. Yeah, as you say, it's a kind of small stakes bet, um, but you only need it to come up once or twice and, and you're yeah, exactly. hitting some profit. Okay, um, before we wrap up, anything else in Obersleagen for you, Greg? I don't think so. I think it's a tricky card. Brenner, Christian soon for goals potentially. Um, I did look at Raufos Fisanez. I think Raufos at home four to five could be goals in that game as well. And obviously, Shide at home to Kongsvinger. You have to imagine that Kongsvinger will be very popular on on Saturday, uh, a shade above one to two. They, they should get the three points in, in that game. Yeah. I wouldn't be touching Hood versus Yerv. Yerv, pretty dis- disappointing campaign for them. So, but I think we'll see goals, and I think there's a good chance we'll see goals in a lot of these matches and over the weekend. Yeah, fingers crossed. David, anything else for you? Uh, no, nothing, nothing else. Okay, doke, good stuff. Uh, okay, can you give us a wee recap of your bets this weekend, uh, Greg? Yeah, so I've got a, a corners double from the Elite Azerian, and that's Hamcam v Sartsborg over 10.5 match corners, and I'm doubling that up with Bran to win the corner match bet, and that pays just above 5-4 to four with bet 365. Uh, moving into the Obersleagen on Sunday, I'm taking start to win the match against Moss and to hit two goals in the game, and that pays 20-21. to 21. Okay, and David? Yeah, I'll start in the Elite Serien first on Saturday, the Olufsen Stabak game, looking at the match corners. Over 10.5 pays 1.8 or over 11.5 pays 2.2. I'm quite happy to take both of them on. Um, on to Sunday, Strums Godset at home to Molde. Um, over 4.5 Strums Godset corners pays 2.1 or the race to 5 for Strums Godset pays 3.25. Quite like both of them as well. And um, finally, on Sunday, Osana in the Oberstligen to double chance away at Songdale, so draw or win, pays 2.37. And if you want the, the Hollywood double, Osana and Rosenberg to both win, which is over two days, um, Saturday and Sunday, um, that's 20 to 1 for that double. Yeah, look forward to getting a wee quid or two on that 20 to 1 shot. Uh, thank you very much, guys. Uh, now don't forget, you can follow Greg on Twitter at Browning84Greg. And if you're not already a member of his private channel, then all the details are on there. And you can also follow David for some more Norwegian football chat. It's at dweatherston 11 That's us for this week's Norwegian podcast. Thank you very much for listening. And best of luck with your bets this weekend. Cheers, guys. Good Cheers, luck. guys. Good luck.